My name is Hyunsung Kang of the International Monetary Fund and welcome to this interview given by Steve Barnett, head of the IMF's Mongolian team. Most countries around the world were affected badly by the economic crisis, but few have demonstrated the dramatic turnaround that Mongolia has. After teetering on the verge of economic collapse at the beginning of the slump, it's now rebounded impressively. And the future looks even brighter for the country, with substantial untapped mineral resources that promise to provide benefits to all the population. Steve Barnett explained how the outlook for Mongolia has been transformed in a year and a half. Mongolia was hit very hard by the global downturn. Mongolia exports a lot of minerals, and in particular copper. So when copper prices collapsed in 2008, export revenues fell dramatically. The amount of money coming to the budget fell by a third. So all of a sudden they had one third less revenue coming in, and of course that created a lot of difficulties for the government to finance themselves. So how serious a situation was this? Not to be overly dramatic, but the economy really was teetering on the verge of collapse. The central bank was running out of reserves. People were losing confidence in the banking system. The budget was uh, short of money, as we discussed, because of the decline in uh, copper revenue. Uh, It was a very, very difficult situation. And so Mongolia had come to the IMF for a loan, and this was part of a wider economic program. Could you outline the sort of details of this program? Really, the Mongolian authorities came to us with a package of reforms. The goals of the reforms were really twofold. One was to quickly stabilize the economy, and then the second was to return the economy to a path of uh, strong, sustainable, and equitable growth with low inflation. Maybe a fancy way of saying an economy that's healthy and spreading the benefits to all. To do this, they put together a, a package of reforms that rested on four pillars. These were restoring health to public finances, making sure that the, basically that the, the, the revenue and spending matched. The other pillar was to restore confidence to the banking system. The third pillar was to reform the exchange rate system, to introduce a flexible exchange rate system that would help rebuild international reserves. The last, but by no means the least, was to protect the poor. That is to make sure that it wasn't the vulnerable and the poor people, low-income people, who suffered the most during this period. Part of that economic program also included a loan from the IMF. How much was that loan? The IMF made available roughly 230 million U.S. dollars to be given out over 18 months. And we also catalyzed support from many other bilateral donors. This money, on the one hand, was really important for promoting confidence in the economy. And it clearly demonstrated that the international community was standing behind Mongolia if you will, in its time of need. The program really exceeded all expectations. It worked very quickly to stabilize the economy. And not only did it stabilize the economy, it put Mongolia back on a path of very strong growth. For example, this year we expect uh, GDP to grow uh, in the neighborhood of 8%. I think the key thing was the, the government's policies. The government put in place the policies necessary to restore the economy to health. Can I actually pick up on one of those pillars that you mentioned, ensuring that there was a social security net for the most vulnerable in society? What did that entail? The fact of the matter was there needed to be budget cuts. There's always a risk that spending programs that would be cut would be the ones that are benefiting the poor. And so the IMF program wanted to ensure that that didn't happen. And the government also wanted to ensure that that didn't happen. So if we look during the period of the IMF program, not only 
was it the case that spending on programs that benefit the poor and needy uh, weren't cut, they actually increased. So we look at the amount of money now being given to households in Mongolia, that is to all the Mongolian citizens from the government, has actually increased. Now that the program is coming to a close, it's going to officially finish on October the 1st. If we take an overall look at it, how successful has it been compared to, say, other IMF programs which the fund has with other countries? The program has been very successful. The economy turned around remarkably quickly. The economy stabilized and that growth returned. And with growth comes jobs and with jobs comes benefits to all. So we're back to an environment where small businesses can start, where people can find jobs. And that happened much more quickly than we expected. So in fact, the Mongolian people and the Mongolian government should feel pretty proud of themselves at this point. Yes, I would definitely agree. They, they should feel feel proud. I know it was a very difficult time for the people of Mongolia, and it required a lot of really difficult policy decisions, uh, things like raising interest rates in the middle of the crisis and doing spending cuts. But now the people of Mongolia are reaping the benefits of those tough but correct economic decisions. And looking beyond the crisis, it now looks as though Mongolia has an even brighter future because of mineral resources which are about to come online. Can you describe, explain that a little bit more? Mongolia is blessed with vast amounts of mineral resources which are now being developed. One of the biggest ones is the Oyutogoy copper and gold mine, which is reported to be one of the biggest projects in the world. In addition, there's the Talvantogoy coal project, which again is one of the largest cooking coal projects in the world in the horizon. So Mongolia stands to benefit enormously from these mineral resources. Already in the first half of this year, mineral exports from Mongolia totaled over one billion U.S. dollars. If we look ahead five to ten years, the amounts will increase significantly. Indeed, when we look at income per capita, that is income per person on average in Mongolia, we expect over the next eight to ten years that it will quadruple from its level today, based largely on the development of the mineral sector. I think the government also has recognized that just having mineral resources is not a guarantee of success and that it's important that those resources be put to use to, to spread prosperity to all the citizens. So one of the big accomplishments of the government has been passage of a fiscal responsibility law, or the fiscal stability law, which puts in place a framework to make sure that parliament and the government use these resources wisely and ensure that they actually indeed spread prosperity. Thank you, Mr. Barnett. Well, Mongolia looks as if it's going to have a bright future, and we wish it well. Thank you. Thanks.